right? It's legit fucked. I've absolutely fucked it. I haven't been able to talk all day. And I shit you not, I came home and my nose was bleeding. I think I gave myself an aneurysm. But fuck me, was it a good day, Ricky? Thank you very much for including me again. Can't, it, it means a shitload to me. So, um, yeah, thanks again and well done. Hello and welcome to the Body Surf Podcast with your budgie boys, Tim, Wolfo and Jesse. And we're here. It's Mad Thursday. It's a very random public holiday here in Australia because of the Queen's death a few weeks ago. We're having a day of mourning today and the entire nation gets a day off. Perfect timing for us because we're about to let a few rip because we are celebrating third place at the Australian Body Surfing Classic. The Budgie Boys, local boys done good. We brought it home to Cronulla for some very, very unusual reasons, but boy, did it pay off. Wolfo and Jesse, welcome to the show. How are you guys doing? I'm still at a high. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't believe it. Uh, but the best. The best, the best. Jesse, Jesse. Disbelief is probably the uh, best <laughs> word to describe it because my jaw hit the ground when we were announced third. And so, as you said, we mourn the death of our queen today. Our queen? Do we say our queen? It's our queen. Yeah, our yeah. queen. Uh, but we celebrate the best ever finish of the buddy, Budgie Boys. I mean, I say, I'm so excited I can't even talk. Uh, at the at Wompoff, the Australian Body Surfing Classic, as it's now known. Now, we're going to go through all the details of the big day. It was spectacular. The 17th of September, 2022. Mark the date. Never forget it. Allura Beach. Never forget. Allura Beach. What a show. The big show. They turned it on for us. The gods were really in our favor. They call it God's country, and boy, it was on Saturday. Beautiful day. The storm just surrounded us and never really hit us. We were protected by these big gray clouds that just kept circling. I got a little bit of rain. We were broadcasting the day and the equipment didn't even get that wet. So we were very lucky because we've had some bad weather in the past. Also, surf conditions were pretty good. Wompoff and the Australian Body Surfing Classic in the past has always had sort of interesting surf conditions. There were some rollers coming through. There were some sets coming through. There were some big old faces that people were getting on and we'll go through and analyze the day a bit more. You can always go back. And watch what happened. There's seven hours of footage up there from the day. Live rolling coverage with Belly Slater in lead commentary. And it's spectacular. We've also put together a highlight reel of that day. And we'll be getting that up very soon. But before we get into the Australian Body Surfing Classic 2022 at Cronulla Beach. That was a few days ago. It was just a few days ago. We're still celebrating. Time is such a a weird concept and construct when you're just absolutely... On a, on a tour of glory. <laughs> so we should take a step back, go a bit back, go down memory lane and memory lane, memory lane, and, and discuss what happened in the lead up. We had Womp Week here on the Body Surf podcast, a bit of a tradition we've had, Wolfo, for, for a while. And Jesse Mawson, you've been a big part of Womp Week for the last few years, where we try and do a podcast every day. And this year we did something really fun. Monday, we had Mulga the Artist on. And we, we did the, the you know, we, we promoted the competition where we gave away an amazing print of Barry, the body surfing koala, which you can see behind us. Then Tuesday, it was, who did we have on Tuesday? I can't even remember. 
I think Owie and myself went live on Instagram yep. and uh, we had a bit of a, a drop-in from Corey, cute boy Corey Sainsbury and Dane Torres from Team Defin Hawaii. Was that the day the big news broke of the uh, location switcheroo? It actually was, yeah. That was the day. So Tuesday uh, was the day that all that news came off and, and Owie and I got on and, and had a bit of a chat about that. That was great. And then Wednesday, Finn Padman. Local boy, a Grom boy, a North Cronulla legend who knows Cronulla Beach very well came on and gave us a bit of a swell update that what we might be able to you know expect on the day. And then Thursday, I drove to Thoreau and caught up with the captain of the Bait Bay Body Bashers, Nick Brabot, and we did a quick little live stream with Nick Brabot to, to get everything sort of hyped up for the big day. And then Friday... We had the live show. The big live show. This was great. We didn't sell many tickets, but we somehow packed it out. So I think a few people bought tickets on the night and we also snuck a few people in because we had a red hot crowd. It was unbelievable how good this crowd was. And Finn Padman, who's not only a very good surfer and a body surfer, very good comedian, opened the show. What do you think of Finn Padman's opening set? Yeah, it was... um he had some high highs and some low lows, <laughs> let's be honest. The one about the ice magic um, left a little <laughs> bit to be desired. But overall, mate, it was a fantastic show. The comedian you had at the end... Uh, John Crookshank. The electrician yeah. from Redfern. Um, he killed it. Amazing. But uh, obviously, the highlight was both you and Oe being up there in front of a live crowd. And it was, it was great to be a part of the audience. Yeah, yeah, thanks for coming along. And a big shout-out to everyone that came. There was some some unusual faces in the crowd. Some people weren't body surfers. Some people were old friends. Some people were open mic comedians. And then we had the crew that were ready to compete the next day. So it was a very eclectic crowd. And everyone that was in the audience has gone in the draw to win the slide handboard. We thought it would be in bad taste to give away a slide handboard at the Australian Body Surfing Classic, especially because it is proudly put on by war hand planes. So we've put everyone's name into a hat. Everyone that bought a ticket for the live show on Friday, uh, they're going to go in the draw to win that slide handboard. And I'm really hoping, Jesse, that someone that's never body surfed before wins it. That would be fantastic because, as you said, there are a lot of comedians standing up the back. But I thought what was really good about the night was just to see people who have flown in for the competition Mm. come. They were getting hyped up. They were at the live show. They really made an event of it. And so it was great to have them there. Um, Just everyone coming together. and, And it was really that great kickoff party to what was an awesome weekend. Yeah, absolutely. I had a great time and uh, I I ran off at the end and and did a few extra little sets. At the moment, the Sydney Fringe Festival is on and there's a lot of shows going on. So I got to go on stage and uh, I got to perform in front of Belly Slater, who is a comedy enthusiast and wants to do stand-up himself. And we got a little sneak peek of some of his jokes. (laughs) What did you think of his... He he opened the show, really. He brought Finn on and he had a joke about doing jiu-jitsu, which... uh, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, Wolfo, you give us an opinion. You listened <laughs> to it back. I, I did listen to it, but I wasn't there. So I feel like I was uh, I'm a bit behind the pace. But um, yeah, no, Belly was great. Um, you know when you watch like the comedy specials and there's always these um, comedians who, they're musicians and they walk out with their little piano or, or keyboard. Um, or, or a ukulele. Or a ukulele, yeah. Well, I think that's what Belly should be looking at because 
Him behind the keys is next level. War. What is it good for? (laughs) Slabs and pits and frothing, apparently. He's putting out an album soon, I believe, and it's going to be just the body surfing hits. Hits from the body surfing um, stories, I guess. So, yeah, Belly Slater, absolute legend. Thanks for the support. And then we we all got a... Pretty good sleep because that night wrapped up very early. Yeah, we couldn't we couldn't stay out too late because we had an early morning the next day. The live show started at six p.m., so we were we were done by seven and ready ready for bed. And I was so excited, and I've heard this story mirrored a few times. Most people couldn't sleep. Most people couldn't sleep the night before the Australian Body Surfing Classic. Ace from Team Defin Hawaii, also from hand, Slide Handboards. He was up so early. It was like Christmas Day for him. And I was the same. I got about three or four hours sleep and I was up and I was straight at the beach. I wanted to check out what was happening at Cronulla. And I got to see the sunrise and it was beautiful and the water looked amazing. Yeah, you know, it's funny when you set your alarm and you know you've got a big event coming up the next day. Uh, I think I set my alarm for 5.30, but I was up at 5 o'clock and I'm like, no, I'm leaving now. I'm getting down there. What time were you there, Wolfo? Uh, my alarm went off at five. Um, we had Daryl, uh, one of the budgie boys. He drove down from Nimbin the night before. And he said to me, I'll park outside your house. And when you see me at the front, just come out the front and we'll go. And he said, you'll be there about five. So I set my alarm for five. And I've got my security camera at the front. And I've looked. So I'm like, oh, he's still not here. Snoozed for 15 minutes. <laughs> had a look again. Still not here. Mm. Snoozed again. Then I'm... Started having to think I've got to go pack the car. And as I walked out, I realized he's parked his car two houses up and he was there for like 45 minutes before I walked yeah. out. So, <laughs> sorry, Daryl. Um, was he sleeping in the car? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, He wouldn't have got much sleep, yeah. hey, because no, he, he, he did he a big a, he, track down. He pulled over for two hours and slept in the car in a truck stop. Yeah, nice. We're lucky he didn't fall asleep out in the surf. <laughs> well, we're very lucky, yeah. That could have been a trick, having a nap on a wave. So... The competition started with everyone um, just doing their check-ins. What what was that part? Just yeah, just a little registration. Registration, yep. Um, just making sure everyone got their bags with their goodies. And six thirty, everyone had their shirt on. The place smelt like AS color. <laughs> smelt real good. Fresh shirts, I love it. And everyone was wearing their shirt. Everyone was checking out the beach. Some people were still setting up, and we were in the water by what time? Around seven thirty. Yeah, seven thirty. Heat one. Great. Great way to start the morning, having the individuals. And Timmy, you were the first surfer in the water, I believe. Well, didn't we have an individual first? Yes. yes. Oh, we did. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah so um, we had Dan surfing for us in the first heat of the day. Um, went pretty well. Yeah, Dan, uh, lo- the lone wolf like, from Lone Wolf Handboards or Hand Planes. And he's a new recruit to the Budgie Boys, but an absolute legend. And I think he's going to be part of the canon for a long time. Part of the Budgie Boy cinematic universe. Because <laughs> the guy's an absolute legend. And I've surfed more with him than anyone else in the Budgie Boys. Yeah, well, to be fair, like, this goes down in history for the Budgie Boys. <laughs> this is the biggest thing that's ever happened to us. And so Dan's name goes down in the history books. That's right. Now, I want to be very careful and I want to be very clear because when we were awarded third place, as we've all mentioned, we were not ready for it. No. But there were a lot of comments coming out saying, oh, here we go. We're never going to hear the end of this. So I don't want to carry on too much, but fucking hell. (laughs) We came third. (laughs) Yeah, mate, if you're not going to carry on about it, I will. I'll talk about this for years to come. We were beaten by 
the Cobras, my favourite club in the body surfing scene here in Australia. The boys from Avalon, who I haven't spoken to that much, but I got to know a little bit more at the after party. They're my favourite club of all time. These guys are just absolute legends, but absolute crazy nutbags when it comes to surfing. These guys go some big waves and they say everything they do is for the Cobras. And I respect that so much because I feel like that's similar to the Budgie Boys. Everything we do is for the Budgie Boys. So it's so nice to see a club like that just absolutely thrash it out there. However, it's the, you know, the third or fourth time they've come second. Yeah, third time in a row. Bridesmaids. So we'll talk a bit about the fin sprint and how that sort of finalised some of the scoring. And then we were also beaten by the Fin Hawaii who obviously came first. And well done, congratulations to Defin Hawaii, who had a very different team this year um, because of COVID, flight restrictions, and, and uh, uh, personal stuff, I'm guessing, if people weren't able to, to get to Cronulla, get to Sydney, get to Australia, because it's a big trip from Hawaii. It's a huge commitment, so totally understandable that some people weren't able to get here. But it meant they made up a team of a few recruits, a few interesting recruits, and it looked like it paid off because... Number one again. Yeah, they take things to a whole new level, um, and it's good. It's good because it makes everyone try try that bit harder, and um, I guess yeah, try and reach for the stars, as they say. I guess for me, thinking about it, when you look at those top two teams, when you look at Defin Hawaii, and you look at the Cobras, I feel like we went as high as we possibly could. Yeah, because uh, yeah. they are on another level. They're the then the next step up. Um, doing stuff that we haven't even thought of. And so I, I'm over the moon with our result because, to me, they're untouchable. Yeah, absolutely. And we, we were talking before we came on air. We could have done better. I only caught two waves the whole day, and they were shockers. And I, I'm embarrassed, and I apologize for not performing well. But I just for some reason, I don't perform well in competitions. I went back out and had a surf freestyle and was shredding. But... The pressure of the competition gets to you, and you don't want to let the boys down, but it just you, it's a psychological game, and if you get in your own head, you're in big trouble. And the advice I gave to Gareth after I cooked up real bad was just go out there and surf. Don't worry about longest ride. Don't worry about tricks, because that stuff will happen if you're not thinking about it. Yeah. If you just go out there and surf like you normally would, you're going to catch some good waves, because that's what body surfing is all about, trying to catch good waves, trying to do longest ride, trying to do tricks. So if you don't think about, I've got to do this, I've got to do this, you'll just freestyle and have way more fun. So I do apologize for cooking it pretty badly, but luckily it didn't affect us too much because you guys were able to pick us up a bit. But I think we could have scored a lot higher. And luckily we didn't need to. Luckily we got over the line without doing that, I think not doing that great. But big, big ups to Oe, the captain of the Budgie Boys. This guy you know, bleeds blue and pink. He got us absolutely over the line, put his body on the line many times throughout the day. And, you know, he's been steering this ship for, since day one and so proud of this guy. And this is all he's ever wanted and he's, and he's done it. We'll talk, we have to talk about the fin sprint soon. Let's go through the rest of the day. So we had the individual comp at the start. That went straight into the trick section, which is every member of the team You've got about an hour and everyone's got to yep. get wet. Everyone gets, what, about four waves? Maximum four waves, best wave counts. And so it's a bit of a, a time game. You've got to work out how long you want each person in the water. And I've always just said, I'll get in and out. 
you know, let everyone have more time. What sort of tricks were we seeing out there? I think your best trick that you pulled, Timmy, was get in, pretend that you got a really good wave and get out before the judges noticed what happens. So the judges are up there going, oh, Bunchy Boys are swapping. We did, did. Did they catch a wave? He must. He's cheering. He must have got a good one. <laughs> the crowd goes wild. Uh, the crowd goes wild. Let's give it a. Uh, let's give it a four. My my trick was wearing sunglasses in the water and hoping they wouldn't fall off. I actually did have to hold them onto my head because they were slipping a bit. I did a lit. I did one spin. I don't know if anyone saw it, and, I, and it only carried through a little bit into the wash. So not a great scoring wave, but there were some front flips happening out there. I don't think anyone got a front flip and then continued the ride. They fell off the back most of the time. I think so, yeah. So in the past, we've seen some people continue to ride through a front flip, which is incredible. So no front flips. We did see a lot of spins onto waves. And hey, no, I have to I have to step in there because some of the Hawaiians busted them out. Um, but did they land them? Yes, what? they did. They okay. did and kept on going. Okay. We go go back, watch the footage. We'll go back I, and watch I can't it. tell you exactly who it was, um, but I'm pretty sure Kia Lee landed one. Great. I saw some and like 360 belly spins. Belly spins Ooh. are the new the new front flips. I think it's harder. These things are a lot harder to pull off. They look impressive and um, a lot of people have been practicing them. So it was great to see some of them. I liked seeing some people do a bit of a face cut. Some people were carving on a face. Yeah. I've never seen that before. Now, it wasn't too full on because remember, you're dragging your body behind. You're not like a shortboard surfer where you're flying through this wave and barely even on it. You're dragging your whole body behind. So to do a cut on a face with a hand plane or board is very tricky. So I did see some stuff like that and was very impressed with it. Moving on, we then go to... What was the it? second individual heat. Longest ride. Longest ride, I think, came straight up. No, in, second individual heat was before okay. longest ride. Because I remember Owie was absolutely spent after yeah. his individual ah, heat yes. going into that longest ride. And, and in talking about Owie, and you mentioned him earlier, but his individual heat, he finished third for his heat, but uh, he got one wave. He caught it right from out the back, busted several little spinners on it. I think that was the best wave I've ever seen Owie caught. So he's a big game player. He's come to the t- stage and he's gone, I'm going to perform today. And he really came out and just did us all proud. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll try and catch up with Owie soon to get his thoughts on this. But again, are people going to be annoyed at us if we keep carrying on for the next few months? <laughs> There's only a few months till the rest of the year. We normally take a big break soon. So. Yeah. I'm keen to just uh, put this to bed, (laughs) (laughs) celebrate in our own way. Today is Mad Thursday for us, so we'll probably be going out later and carrying on. Um, But yeah, Owie, well done, champion. Then we went from individual uh, to the tricks. Longest ride. ride. We've already done tricks, so longest ride. This this is my favourite event. Yeah. And what I found interesting was some people were showing off and doing tricks in the longest ride section. It was a bit unnecessary. <laughs> That's just the Hawaiian showboating. <laughs> hey, if you can do it, yeah. do it. If you can flaunt it, flaunt it. So I was confused by it, but I, I liked watching it. Um, again, I didn't catch a very long one. I reckon I was on for three or four seconds tops. What was the longest ride we saw in, in the longest ride section? I heard 19 seconds. I think it was Ace Davies, wasn't yes. it? Yes. Yeah, all right. Okay. That is correct. 19 seconds by Ace Davies. And that was achieved by catching a, a, a wave out the back, getting on the face, and then getting the follow-through. He, wrote, he went out where everyone was surfing that right-hander, and he, I think he got a left. Mm. And he just rode it all the way to the shore dump, 
And he did it last competition as he well. Did, same so thing. it's not a fluke. He's good. He keeps doing it and he keeps producing on the day. So how long do you reckon it was? 18, 19? Oh, we'll have to look back at the footage. Um, but that's great. That would have scored very highly for, for Defin Hawaii. So well done, Ace. A great little signing. Only 12 years old. I was surprised how young he still is. Mm. I thought that last time... Because it's also like, been two years. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought he was much older. Um, he's growing up, but still only sure. 12. Yeah. So, a, a great little signing there. Do they get the bonus points for that? They do. Yeah, well done, Defin. Um, and they also had... They um, didn't need it. No. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> but at least they're, they're very inclusive and getting some, some people that will, will help them out in the long run and, and building up the next generation. Uh, Bait Bay also signed a female water polo player. I think it was their second time in the water. Second time catching waves. They had a few newbies. Yeah. So that was really encouraging to see and to see that Bait Bay uh, are doing something a bit different as well. So Yeah, well, they had a late withdrawal and they uh, they pulled a mate down who was just coming to watch for the day and they right. said, no, you're jumping in the water. So he was from uh, kid some up. overseas somewhere, I, I believe. I think it was the first time ever body surfing. Yes, first time ever body surfing. I have no details about who <laughs> the bloke was. He got a, he got a, uh, a war bad fish at the presentation. He oh, did. nice. And we also saw... The three Brabot brothers in the Bait Bay yeah. body bashes, which I've never seen before, and we were told that wasn't going to happen. So we had Nick as captain, we had Luke in the team, and we also had the young bloke Mark, Mark, yep. Mark in the team. And I had a good chat to Mark, and he absolutely is loving it, but he's pretty new to the sport as well. So it's great. There's there's a new generation of Brabot coming out because Nick's not got long with us. <laughs> <laughs> So it's good that there's one right around the corner ready to go. I really want to talk about the fin sprint. Let's get into this because this is the the big event of the day. And I was so happy I didn't have to run. But I'm also now sad that we did so well and I wasn't involved. But I think they did so well because I wasn't involved. (laughs) So Belly Slater called it. They'll be putting that up soon for you guys to watch. It's incredible footage. Mm. We need to probably do some replays. We need to probably slow it down. In third place in the Finn sprint, it was... Dafin Hawaii. Dafin Hawaii, who came first a few years ago at Maroon. Yeah, I believe they won the last one. So it's funny that you mentioned this because the top three teams on the day all finished in the top three spots in the Finn sprint. And the Finn sprint for Hawaii in 2019 at Maroubra won it for them. It did. They only beat the Cobras by a fin sprint. So, in second place in the fin sprint was the Budgie Boys. Yeah, the boys. Who was in the team, Wolfo? Who was in the fin sprint team for the Budgie Boys? Okay, so um, we had Harry from up on the Gold Coast. We had a couple of ring-ins, actually. Can we, can we talk what fins they ran in as well? <laughs> yeah, of course. That's, that's of the course. important That stuff. is very... It's critical. Um, so, Harry... Did he start? Yes. I think he did. Yes, he did. So, Harry wearing uh, yuckers <laughs> ran first... Tagged with um, Dan. Dan. The Lone Wolf. Dan also wearing yuckers. Then we went into uh, Joel wearing Leblon fins <laughs> from France. <laughs> which are, which are which not are, a fin sprinting fin. Which are meter long diving flippers. <laughs> yeah. Which have hard rails like right even, up the side. And he's, he's a little guy too. He's the shortest guy on the team wearing mm-hmm. the biggest fins. 
But we, we spoke about possibly changing the fins, but it's in the rules. You must yeah. run in the fins that you swam in. So he stayed true and wore these ridiculous fins on the sand, but he was able to get his legs right up and yeah. get a bit of speed with them. And he did very, very well. Because I think Oe, who was our last runner, he also ran in yuckers, but was was there was a sneaky moment there where... He tells us, oh, I was just trying to stitch people up by wearing my Defins around. Oh, no, it was the DMC, sorry. And uh, I don't know. I don't know if he was trying to stitch people up <laughs> or if he was just trying to get a leg up. But he, he went back and surfed, ran, sorry, with the yuckers. Sorry, just to clarify, Harry was wearing Defins, not yuckers. So two pairs, okay. of, def- two pairs of yuckers. One Defin, one LeBlanc. Yeah, Harry's a big Defin guy. And, yeah. uh, he's Harry, of course, is from the goalie sliders, so they uh, they all love their Defins up there, and uh, they all love their slide handboards as well. So uh, Harry, yeah, definitely representing Defin for the Budgie Boys, but yeah, a very eclectic group of gear it's within good, the Budgie Boys. Good gear. Yeah, good, good, good gear. gear. So talk me through the race, boys. Well, you've got the winners. We haven't talked about first oh, place. Oh, and then yet. first place, obviously... The Cobras, which they ran miles ahead of everyone else. And I thought if the Cobras win the, the fin sprint, they've got it. The same way Hawaii won with, with winning the fin sprint in 2019 at Maroubra Beach. I'm like, the Cobras have got this. They won by 30 metres. Yeah. They were well and truly in front of they, everyone else. Could they run in LeBlonds? Probably not. Because <laughs> they were all wearing DMCs. They love their DMCs in Avalon. They love their DMCs. And uh, as Belly Slater would put it, should be illegal on the fin sprinting <laughs> circuit. The performance enhancing fins, um, but I mean, good on them. They they didn't even win by just a little bit. They blitzed it. Yeah, and it's because as that that means the fin Hawaii won by a lot. Because if you win the fin sprint, there's some big points up for grabs. Yeah. So the fact that Hawaii still managed to get first podium spot overall after no. coming. Third in the fin sprint, yeah. that's pretty crazy. Yeah, so I think they had 0.1 added to that score for coming third. Yeah. Which Again, not that they needed it. Not that Apparently needed. not. So well done to the Cobras for taking out the fin sprint. Unfortunately, it didn't get you to that first place, but second place, you've got to be proud of that. And then for some reason, the Budgie Boys under you. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know. I would love to see a breakdown of the scores a bit later, but well done to the boys. Owie bringing it home with a huge dive. He uh, he overtook some people as well in that final leg. How long was it? 25 metres? At least. So four times 25 metres and Owie probably dived 10 metres of that. At yeah. The end. Now, I've seen some footage of the race and, and it was filmed on Daryl, one of the Budgie Boys' phones. And it gets to the point where it's that second last leg and something must happen because he doesn't quite get the handover. And, and Owie's sitting at about fourth or fifth place at the time. And then by the time it comes back, yeah. he's into second. He's flying. And I don't know what's happened. Has someone dropped a plane? Someone must have... There must be a mistake somewhere. Someone well, did drop we, a plane. We know who dropped the plane. And I'm going to absolutely ruin this dog because <laughs> some absolutely... Like, absolutely horrible behaviour at the after party from this guy. <laughs> like, he was no, carrying on like an absolute muppet, like a fucking pelican, and this guy's just got to go. <laughs> I'm so off this guy. Robbie Meldrum, who had the biggest fumble 
of all time in the history of not only fin sprinting, but in relay racing. I've never seen anyone drop a baton as bad as this. And, and the thing is, he comes and he goes, oh, someone knocked it out of my hand. When you look back at the footage, there's not a soul near him. <laughs> and, and apparently Raf even covered that hand plane in wax oh. just to really give it extra grip they were putting that sticky stuff on their yeah. hands like they do in the NRL oh my goodness so Robbie Meldrum after we were awarded third place which has always gone to the ESB boys pretty much he was devastated, I think. And no congratulations whatsoever. Just straight into, oh, the ESB boys, we need to rebuild. We need to, you know, get a coach in. We've we, fired people. We're firing. is a mass cull. I'm like, mate, you're the fucking problem. <laughs> You've got to go. I think he's got to be demoted to Marubra, who did very well. Their first year, Marubra, who is this new club, who Robbie Meldrum is a big part of. Who Robbie would say is their feeder club. Did, sure. did Marubra beat ESBS? No, they didn't. <laughs> Ooh, okay, How yeah. did the Marubra guys go? Uh, Marubra finished 11th. Yeah, well done. Yeah. Real, what, for your first... You know, we came second last the first time we entered. The second time we entered, we came ninth. Yeah. Which... I'm pretty e- sure it was, e- it was equal eighth. We were tied. Right. Oh, okay, okay. So, you know... Marubra are going to be climbing that ladder hopefully over the next few years. Oh, for sure. Unless got, Robbie have, Meldrum joins them. They have a young team. Yeah. Really young. And people that are just frothers and always in the water. The thing about Marubra is they created that club because the ESB guys were not getting in the water enough. So they wanted a club that was always swimming and more social. And I think that club's going to do very well because they've got the right mentality. Should we go through some of the teams and where they finished? Go for it, Wolf. Well, Let's do it. Start at the bottom. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, 13th place, we had the the clown heads of Bondi. Yeah. So, they were sitting next to us um, on the beach. Mm-hmm. A couple of older surfers in that team. Quite very, a few ladies in the team as very well. Very inexperienced. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had a good time. They definitely had a good time. Do we, st- do we know how they got the name the clown heads yet? No idea. Yeah, okay. I'll add it to my list. Yeah, well, you find that out. Investigative journalism. Maybe Robbie Meldrum should probably join the clown heads because that's the biggest <laughs> clown walking around. Uh, 12th was Newcastle. So the guys from Newey after the uh, event that they had up at Flat Rock. Yeah. Um, they've jumped in for the first for the first time. And there's that. a bloke on that team that's dead set OE in 10 years. You're talking about Fitzy? I don't know who oh. it is. But I looked over and I was like, OE, nope. <laughs> That's some old bloke. <laughs> I thought it looked more like He's me. not that old. He's not that old. <laughs> um, did any of the Stocko boys ride for Newcastle? Uh, I didn't see any. No. Was John Watson in Newcastle? Johnny, Johnny was, yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. I think the Stocko boys aren't big into the competition scene. <laughs> nah. They were like us a few years ago where we're going, we're just here for the beers. Mate, they'll see us come third. They, they might want to come back and have a crack. <laughs> they think they could yeah, do better than us. <laughs> um, 11th place, Moobra. Um 10th, the Stealth Army, Lady Inclusion. And we should also mention, on the day, Stealth were handing out fins to everybody. Every competitor. But I think a few others yeah. may have snuck in there. Shout out to Julio. He's, yeah. He had a van with 200 fins in it, and he drove home with nothing. How is that even possible? How, like They're losing so much money. I, I know it's great promotion for the brand. Oh, mate. I had I had belly going on on the uh, on the loudspeaker going stealth are giving away free fins and here I am going he's stitching us up yeah. there's no way I look up there was no one there they weren't ready yet <laughs> um, but they he kept going with it stealth giving away free fins 
And they did. And just thank you for your generosity. That was amazing. Massively. And I think, yeah. I think it's a new model. It's these super soft. So, uh, yeah. It'd be interesting to see everyone's feedback on them. Yeah, I haven't given them a crack I, yet. But I, I ride steel fins. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I love them. So. They'll be my next surf. Yeah. As soon as I get back in the water, I'll be whacking those on and giving them a crack. Okay. Ninth place on debut, Northern Beaches. Yeah, so a new Northern Beaches team. Yeah, so not the Northern Beaches Wampers. This is Northern Beaches Body Surfers. Yes, yes. So a few old blokes in there. Yeah, we got uh, Rich Evans for surfing. Um, he's probably like their, their headliner. Yeah. Um, Jeremy Weiner also having there. a crack. Yep, yep. And um, yeah, so it's not the boys that we're used to seeing from the north. It wasn't Billy's old team. Yeah, that's right. Eighth place. This one's big. This is big. BSBS. Huge. So I think every single year they've competed from day one for the last four or five Mm -hmm. Wompoffs and now the Australian Body Serving Classic, they've come third. Just for clarification, from third to eighth, there was zero point... One eight, yeah, in the score. We're not here for the maths, mate. We just want to. <laughs> no, it's just saying it's tight. No. Put, it, put it this way: if we didn't get second in the fin sprint, we would be eight. Yeah, I know. You could or s- if ESBS, if Robbie didn't drop the baton and they came second, they would be third, like yeah. they always are. But they're yeah. not. So that's why yeah. that baton drop was so big. I think they drafted him into the team originally because he was a good fin sprinter. Yeah, they needed a bit of space, but I don't know. Because as you can see as well, Wolfo, look at one and two. Their scores are massive. Oh, that way. And then our scores. Woo, so yeah. I'm not here about the math. I don't want to talk about numbers because it's too close to home. There's it, We we could have so easily been in ninth place. Easy. Look, I would like to say that we didn't get any bonus points anywhere else. We didn't have any kids. We didn't have any females. And so we did most of this off our own back. That's right. Um, I don't think that's something to be proud of. <laughs> <laughs> no. Just a bunch of straight white no. guys having a go. We didn't expect it, but we deserved it. <laughs> yeah, I'll agree with that. Okay, um, sixth and seventh. I'll put these two together. They were both the wild card teams. Yeah. And surf. Well, one team was called Surfers for Climate. Um, Belinda Bags was one of the judges for the day, um, so that was the kind of team that she was repping. But they both they all did really well. All the wild cards. Mm. Good to see those extra teams flying in. I think we had people from WA. Mm. Andre uh, coming Andre up from Victoria. From, from Wampa, yeah. Selling a few Wampas on the beach. He, Ido came from Israel. From Israel, yeah. Had a good chat with Ido. And uh, Jono from WA. Who did Jono ride with? One of the wildcard teams? I believe so, yeah. Jono gave me uh, a hydro hand plane. And uh, the pro model, Ray Gills, and I just absolutely love this. Because I've got one already, but I haven't cracked it out of the packet. So now I've got one in mint condition, but I've also got one I can use in the surf. I also bought my partner, Tess, who just recently got yellow DMCs. I bought her a yellow hydro pro model hand plane. So we've got the whole kit and caboodle ready to go. So thank you, Jono from WA. You're an absolute legend. We'll get you on the podcast very soon. Okay, uh, fifth place, another team on debut, the Jez and Mad Dogs. From Jerringong. From Jerringong. Really young team. A mm. um, couple of young guys coming up. I think they were involved with the surf club. But they all had mullets, yeah? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> they were looking very fresh on the beach. Might have slowed them down in the surf, <laughs> dragging behind. Now, now, when Ricky read out the scores, he went from five up. So we didn't know at the time. Yeah, we didn't know where we'd finish. We had no idea. Yep. No one had any idea from any event throughout the whole day where they finished. So when we heard that fourth place was the Bait Bay Body Bashers, mm. we dropped our heads. My head mm. hit the table. Because we thought, oh, 
They've they've got us. That's what we said at the start of the day. All we want to do is beat Bait Bay. That's yeah. it. We're not going to win. But we can beat Bait but Bay. But we, oh, we can give it a crack. Bait yeah. Bay were very happy with their fourth place result. That's the, the best they've done for a while. That did really well. And, um, you know, I was watching them surf. They were very consistent. Um, Nick Brabot said he, was, he felt a bit um, out of place out there. Hadn't been surfing that sort of stuff for a while. Um, I saw a lot of them doing some very straight rides. A lot of spins in the wash. Very, okay. very, it looked very impressive. I'm just not sure if that scores. There you go. So, um, and again, a lot of, like we were told from day one, you can't do that because we were riding straight for, forever. So, yeah, judging is pretty strict. And I've definitely scored a few zeros when I thought they were decent waves. So, it'd be great to maybe ch- chat to some of the judges and just work out what they're looking for. Peter Sperling was one of the judges and he had some great insights um, I think he would have been one of the most meticulous judges that the comp's ever seen. He took it very serious. He didn't miss a wave. He it's, he judged very fairly. It's a judge's nightmare. It is a hard job. You got yeah, seven teams out there at the same time. Some surfers are still catch, are catching multiple waves. Hmm. There's drop-ins everywhere. Yeah, yeah. It was, Teams are swapping out people. You're yeah. swapping people. Are they locking in that score? Are they staying out? It's so that, well done to the judges, yeah, well but enough. also the spotters and yeah. also Belly Slater on commentary that really helped out with all that sort of stuff. Third place. Oh, well, here we go. <laughs> the Budgie Boys. <laughs> now, I don't think we carried on as hard as we did when we were awarded ninth or eighth place in 2019. Oh, no, we went pretty hard when we, when we got eighth. I think we were all in shock when we got third. In our first year, we went nuts knowing <laughs> we beat the Goldie Sliders. <laughs> <laughs> they were 14th. Yeah. So, yeah, to come to come third, because the goalie sliders then improved in 2019 and came fifth. So, to, to, be, so to get third place <laughs> after become, getting eighth or ninth in 2019, it's just incredible. It's still I, unbelievable. I, I, and I, I'm in shock. I'm not sure how we did it. We haven't... I don't think we've properly carried on yet. So, after this, I think we've got to go do something. Where, where do we go from here, though? What... Can we get any better? I don't. I don't know. I think have we climaxed? Well, have we I have. A, I have announced. I and I'll officially announce it on the podcast right here, right now. I am retiring from team events with the Budgie Boys. I'm very excited to spend more time with my friends and family, <laughs> and also to explore exciting new opportunities. Now, if you do need me. I might think about coming out of retirement, but I'm very keen to see the next generation of body surfers come up. Also, I'm never going to top that, so I'm happy to go out on top. I'll be interested in maybe doing some individual stuff, but I'm very excited to get more involved with the commentary and, and helping out with in other ways with the body surfing community. I'm happy to be a coach. Yeah. I'm happy to train the next generation. Team manager. I'm happy to surf... When, you know, every Saturday. I'm still going to be a huge part of the club. I'm just not no longer going to be competing at events like the Australian Body Surfing Classic. You even got a tattoo. I did. I got a Budgie Boy tattoo, which we always talked about if we got first place, we were definitely getting a tattoo. Now, don't think we're going to be getting first place anytime soon. So I thought this was the best we're going to do. We said if we got first, we were going to get it on our butts. Jesse, you said you were going to get it on your knob if we got first place. I think other people said that. (laughs) But because we got third, I just got it on my ankle. I really love it. It looks great. Very happy with it. Very proud of it. Go the Budgie Boys. Up the Budgie Boys. Go the Boys. All right. Let's go. Second and first. Second place, Avalon's The Cobras, sponsored by DMC Fins. They got some pretty good gear too. 
Yeah, I asked if I could get some. They they made it ten years ago and they've just kept it in good these, condition. These red hoodies. Mm. I I was helping out with the registration desk and I looked up the Esplanade, and it was the ten competitors plus extras walking towards me, all wearing their matching red hoodies with the cobra snake on the front, the DMC print on the back, and the bucket hats. Surely there's a few cobra tattoos going around. Well, surely. That's a cool tattoo, a yeah. cobra. But yeah, these guys are uh, big wave surfers. Yeah. They're, they're on the shortboards every day. They're from Avalon and some, some of them have even m- moved of, for, for further yeah. down south, so um, down the south coast. So we, uh, we, we're, we're in contact with all of them and trying to get them on the body yeah. surf. They're, they're lovely, lovely guys. I think Dylan Kelly was a, a standout surfing for them and, um, and Lockie Rombouts as well. One of the big wave surfers from down south. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's hard when you're in the commentary box or even on the beach to spot who's surfing where. Some people do stand out more than others, but you're just seeing coloured rash shirts, coloured hats. And all day I just saw the Cobras. I think they were in... What colour were they? They were obviously wearing Oh, they were in yellow. They were in yellow. They were. So they were right. in yellow and I just saw yellow catching wave after wave yeah. all day every day they caught probably too many waves because you can only get scored on a couple yeah but they didn't care because they just wanted to catch waves they just wanted to keep trying harder and harder and harder and they absolutely smashed it and very much deserved that second place i think they could have been higher i think so i think they could have i think they could have taken this was the year for them unfortunately um, they didn't do it and, you know, no disrespect to Defin Hawaii who absolutely smashed it and got first place. But if there was any day that the Cobras were, had, had a chance of knocking them off their perch, it was Australian Body Surfing Classic 2022, 17th yep. of September. So Defin Hawaii in first place, how much did they win by, Wolfo? Uh, f- 0.5... <laughs> something? Yeah. So that we're av- not good at maths here. Defin's average wave score was eight point four three out mm. of ten, so which it, is just insane. Yeah, yeah. Like, but yeah, yeah, wow. They picked some good waves. They they chose and selected. They only surfed what they needed to. And Kiili scored a a ten point wave, but it didn't actually count because they'd already used up mm. all of their waves, and so it could have even been higher. Yeah, could have. And um, as I said, they were doing tricks in the longest ride section so these guys were just also having um, an amazing time having a lot of fun probably the best surf conditions they've seen at Cronulla Beach um, probably the best surf conditions I've seen at Cronulla <laughs> Beach I think it was the best conditions we've seen for for an ABC event yeah and considering the surf conditions that we were predicted it, it actually was so much yeah. better than anything that we could have anticipated seeing that it was a northeast swell Cronulla doesn't normally hit it it swung east on the day, yep. um, which was just perfect for us, which meant that those peeling right and left hands and Defin just used the, those the, to their advantage. The homegrown advantage definitely helped us. Oh, yeah. We yeah, were at, yeah. we were pretty much in front of gate 21. Yep. Yeah. We were yeah. one gate up. Yeah. Yeah. So close. Mate, close the gate. Shut, <laughs> the, shut, the, gate. shut the gate. All righty. So, yeah, I wonder if the Hawaiians found it pretty chilly still in those... Was, the water was still a bit cold. Most people wore wetsuits. A few people went in in the sluggos. Um, I think most of the Hawaiians were in springies. It's the first time this... Well, the 
since winter that I've been in in my budgies, I actually found it quite nice. Yeah, sure, yeah. But I think it's that competition, that adrenaline that hits, that all of a sudden you don't feel the cold. You know, you know you're only surfing for six minutes and coming back in as well. Yeah. That's true. I don't yeah. have to stay out there for yeah. a long time. Now, I, um, I used to work on a, a radio station and... Uh, I really love broadcasting and it was such an honor to, to do some really fun stuff in the lead up to the Australian Body Surf Classic, but we also got to broadcast on the day um, after we did so well at the comp. I thought I might email the boys that I used to work with on the continuous call team and uh, they read out my email and this is what happened. <laughs> um, by the way, I've just had an email through from Tim at Sutherland and boys, uh, it says, hello, Mark, Big Man, David and Piggy. This is Tim, your old Saturday afternoon night continuous call team panel operator oh, yeah, before you. Willie Bottom knifed him and, and got his gig. He says, just getting in touch to let you know that yesterday at the Cronulla Beach, our body surf team, the Budgie Boys, came third at the Australian Body Surfing Classic event. We were smashed by the Cobras from Avalon and Dafin from Hawaii, but still third place is not bad for a few blokes from the Shire just having a red hot go. Mm. It was a great day, great weather and some pretty good surf conditions. I even got to jump in the commentary box and show then what I learnt from all you boys as a panel up over the years at 2GB. Even though the Sharkies couldn't get up last night, at least the Budgie boys could get the podium finish at the biggest team body surfing event in the world. Cheers boys, keep up the great work from Tim. Isn't that great? I remember Maybe. Tim doing the... Do you remember him? Yeah, the blonde-headed bloke. Yeah, he was a surfy type. Timmy. Yeah. He was with us on um, Saturday afternoons and Saturday nights. So well done to you, Tim, and the Budgie Boys. What do they say in surfing? I was in the green room. Yeah, just catching the barrels in the green room. Well, how do they judge body surfing? Well, it's well you do how well you prob- surf on your body. Is same, it way, same way they, they, they judge surf riding. And all no, that. Body surfing is... Well, dare I say, they don't use the board. So no, they're just body, body surfing. Yeah, that's right. And that's why I'm asking how they judge it. Probably the same way they judge how? surfing, no. but without the board. <laughs> no. Is it on length? Is it on distance? I beg your pardon? Are we talking about surfing? Yeah. <laughs> body surfing, yes. style. Well, let's remember the day that you suggested, my friend. Body surfing on my back. Body surfing on your back. Oh, we, that's silly. That's right. Lane Beachley ring. We're going to get Lane Beachley ring in and say it's impossible. It's not impossible. Oh, Piggy, but, I'm gonna, and I'm going to say this to you, Mark. I'm going to come up with another thing. Yeah. I'm, when I shock you with some of the statements I make and some of the stuff, I, I, I just think of it on the run, and somehow it just, I think it's funny and mm-hmm. it's good. Nothing's impossible. It's <laughs> another one. You can use that. Dial it in. Did you just say nothing is impossible and then yeah. sniff as yeah. if that's a statement? And yeah, then drop statement. your spoon. Because yeah. it's good. <laughs> there it goes again. <laughs> and then the old, just dial that in. What about, <laughs> his, <laughs> what about his original one the other day? Patience is a virtue. Yeah. That's original. <laughs> See, people don't even think of that. He's Patience. lost it. Yeah. Lost it. 8-4. Uh, Dragons <laughs> lead the night. Big- so that was the boys from the continuous talk, call team. Uh, Mark Levy, Daryl Broman, the big man. Mark Piggy Riddell, uh, St. George, great. Um, Jesse's a big St. George fan. So. Goal kicker and everything. Oh, one of the best hookers of all time. So, And then also, um, didn't he play? He played in, He played oh, number... Front row. Piggy played hooker. Yeah, he played a yeah, bit right. hooker. And then um, we also had David Morrow, one of the best rugby league callers ever. So... Uh, Great to get on 2GB and let them know. I don't think they had a clue who I was. You're definitely not the blonde-haired <laughs> surfy type. Do you know who used to also panel 2GB was um, Reedy from the Bondi Rescue guys. Yeah. So maybe they're getting mixed up with Reedy. But uh, Reedy's not much of a body surfer. Could that be the, the Budgie Boys slogan now? Nothing is impossible. <laughs> 
I think we've got a few uh, better slogans. <laughs> <laughs> we love a good slogan. We've had a few over the years. Just here for the beers. First in friendship. Nothing's impossible. Why not add it to the list? Yeah, why not? Now, uh, I think it's time to almost wrap things up and start to carry on. So, I would like to get your final words, boys. Any last comments that you'd like to just let the audience in on before we wrap things up? Because this might be your last chance to have a bit of a brag, to have a bit of a carry on and to have a bit of a laugh because I don't think we'll be able to mention coming third at the Australian Body Surfing Classic in 2022 for much longer. So, Wolfo, I'll hand it over to you first. Any last comments? Well, you can speak for yourself because I'm going to be telling everyone at every <laughs> opportunity. Um, no, nah, it was just really good to see everyone all together. Uh, it's been a while since all the teams have been in one place at one time. So, yeah, I'm just stoked that the community is kind of back as, back as one. Um, haven't done it for a long time. And, yeah, it's sick to have a good day. And I want to give a shout out. One person we haven't mes- mentioned on this podcast today uh, is Matthew Bond. <laughs> You're only as good as your worst surfer, they say. And so, he's improved drastically. He can claim that he is better than Robbie Meldrum. That he's better than the Barrel Pig. That he's better than Paul Cador. <laughs> he's got their number. And so, uh, well done, Bondi, for getting a wave this year at the Australian Body Surfing Classic. Absolutely. And I just want to have a, a one last big old shout out to uh, Joel, to Dan to Daryl for coming in and absolutely shredding and of course Harry one of the best body surfers I think that um, we were able to recruit and uh, I think it made the day so much better to have these new faces in our team to have people that we had you know heard whispers about that they these guys shred and to get them in the team we've always had wild cards we've always had little sneaky recruits and it's made our team so much stronger and those four boys definitely won it for us I think oh, now yeah. they can be considered lifelong members of the Budgie Boys. Honorary. You're always welcome back. Honor- more than honorary. Bring them in. They're, they're, part, they're, of, they're part of the team for sure. And our captain, Matthew O.E. O'Donnell, co-host of the Body Surf Podcast and captain of the Budgie Boys. This has been a dream of his ever since he went down to Womp Off with you in 2000 and maybe, what, 15? Yeah, well, that was the thing. It was 2017, I oh, think. Oh, okay. The, I think it was the first, the second one yes. that ever happened. And I remember me and Oe being there, and we didn't even know hand planes existed at the time. But we looked at it and we went, we can do this. Mm. And that was the inception of the Budgie Boys. That's literally how it started at a Womp Off five years ago. And here we are five years later, sitting in third place, and we can say, we did it. We bloody did it. We did it, boys. So up good. up the budgie boys, the boys <laughs> in the blue and the pink. We got to get out of here. Do it all again real soon. But remember, it's always overhead when you're body surfing. Bye. You.